I got him, sir. Get him, brother. Holy, fresh from God's brain to your mouth. He's got here in this radio station. Smite me, Almighty Smite. The Bible is black and white. I have such doubt. Get out of here, devil! I'm a god, not the god. And you will know my name is the Lord. We're on a mission from God. Hey everybody, welcome to Believe It or Not. I am Trevor Pullman. And I'm Damian Depping. And this week on the podcast. Is that what we're doing? Uh, we're doing a podcast. Oh, okay. I thought this was just uh, casual conversations with my friend. Yeah, cash, I guess cash con friends. This is going out to everyone. Uh, if they want it. If they want it. Yeah, it's there for it's you. It's there for you. If hey, you if you're it. leaving it in the dirt and not picking that up and giving it a polish, then, then shame on you. Shame. Shame's all around. Shame. But what, yeah. are, what are we talking about today? Uh, today, uh, let's, talk, let's talk a little bit about, uh, well, do you know what happened uh, with between Chris Pratt and Ellen Page this week? I don't. Okay. No, I I live in a bubble. I guess I live in a bubble. You live in a bubble. Did you see Ellen Page when she was on Colbert? Did you see that clip? No. Okay. So when, Ellen, when was that? Uh, last week. Okay. So yeah. she was on Colbert last week, and yeah. then something happened with Chris Pratt after. Yeah. So so it went viral with uh, Ellen Page was on uh, Colbert, and she she was talking about how tired she is of government officials actively discriminating against the LGBT LGBTQ community. Yep. And uh, she sp- spoke specifically about Mike Pence and the fact that his wife is working for uh, a school with like very yep. anti-LGBTQ policies and also that he just has very anti-LGBTQ policies. And she started crying. Gobert started crying. It was like a whole thing. It was very emotional, very good, yeah, um, very worth a watch. And then a little while later, Chris Pratt was on. and Same show? Same show on the Colbert's. And he was he was started talking about his church, um, okay. And he was talking about this fast he was doing. Did you hear about his fast? He did a twenty one day David fast. David fast. David fast. Yeah, and it's where you only eat, like vegetables for twenty one days. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's you're supposed to like pray and stuff and oh, do you all, yeah. And um, so Alan Page tweets the video and says. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, but this church is inf- inf- infamously anti-LGBTQ, so maybe address that too. Um, which I think she makes a point. Um, and he responded as well. He he did a a big Facebook post. Oh, I uh, or Instagram post. He put words over a picture. Um, and I just want to point out, um, Chris Pratt, you're a good guy. Uh, you're a cool guy, but um, maybe. These like black lettering with white shadow or vice versa. If you're gonna put words over a image, because it was hard to to read, but I'm just gonna yeah pull that up here. So it was he he responded with a very difficult to read. Thing. Yeah. Oh, I see it. Okay, where it's in front of the trees. Yeah. With the white. Yeah. So the first two paragraphs you can read, and then the third one you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> do you, you want to read it? Sure, actually. Yeah. All right. It has recently been suggested that I belong to a church which hates a certain group of people, and is infamously anti-LGBTQ. Nothing could be further from the truth. I go to a church that opens their doors to absolutely everyone. Despite what the Bible says about divorce, my church community was there for me every step of the way, never judging, just gracefully accompanying me on my walk. They helped me tremendously, offering love and support. It is what I have, been, it is what I have seen them do for others on countless occasions, regardless of sexual orientation, race, or gender. 
Okay, this is where it gets a little trickier. Uh, my faith is important to me, but no church defines me or my life. And I am not a spokesman for, uh, for any church or any group of people. My values define who I am. We need less hate in this world, not more. I am a man who believes that everyone is entitled to love who they want free from the judgment of their fellow man. And then it says, Jesus said, I give you a, and then it's like cut off. Yeah. Uh, I give you a new command, love one another. Okay. Uh, this is what guides me in my life. He is a God of love, acceptance, and forgiveness. Hates, hate has no place in me, uh, my or this world. So, yeah. So that's kind of what happened with uh, Chris Pratt and Ellen Page this week. Um, I don't know. I have uh, always been a Chris Pratt fan, I guess. I enjoy him in films. Yeah. Um, I've always fair. liked Ellen Page, too. I talked to Ellen Page once um, on the telephone. Fair enough. Yeah, so gotta got to side with her for that reason. Also, I, I happen to think she's she's got a point. Yeah, well, so which which church is this? Mm-hmm. So he goes to Zoe Church. Zoe Church. Um, Zoe Church is an offshoot of Hillsong. Hillsong is a church we've mentioned a couple times on the podcast, especially in the episode about the Jesus movement. So Hillsong kind of was inspired by this movement. Um, they're a very large church, very large, I guess you'd say, denomination now. Yeah, uh, so they're out of L.A. Yeah, so Zoe Church is in L.A. Um, Hillsong's out of Australia. Um, and there's also the big Hillsong New York campus. So it's like there's the Zoe Church, which is Hillsong L.A., then there's Hillsong New York, and then there's like Hillsong churches all over the world, basically. Yeah. So I thought today we could go into a little bit of history of Hillsong, talk about kind of um, where it, where it came from, where this church he goes to came from, and where it does stand on these mm-hmm. kind of social issues. So we could I don't know we could dive into let's uh, said, let's get to said it. things such as that. Oh jeez. When you go to about, it just sends you to a contact us, so it doesn't actually tell you. Sorry, I just brought up the oh, Zoe yeah. Church <laughs> website. Yeah. All right, please. Have you seen a picture of Chad Veach yet? Chad Veach? He's the head pastor at Zoe Church. Is he the guy with the with the glasses and the, the beanie on? Yeah, he's a pretty cool, pretty cool dude. That's what I was going to say. This yeah. is very um, Hollywood. Yeah, actually, speaking of Hollywood, let's talk. Uh, okay, so I think that these churches have the same kind of philosophy as um, Scientology when it comes to recruiting celebrities right i think they're very good at recruiting celebrities and being the pastors are very good at being seen with the celebrities do you think that uh these celebrities are being paid for this uh i don't know they're they're at least being groomed i feel like i know like a lot of people speculate with regards to scientology that that tom cruise was probably uh being blackmailed and Uh, that's how he started into it too yeah and then i think after a while he just kind of starts you know yeah, believing. Well, okay, so Which, Justin Bieber is very active, or was very active anyway, at the New York um, Hillsong, and that's what their pastor is a guy named Carl Lentz, and he's like, coolest dude. He's just all cool dude. Like that's his whole thing is I'm the cool dude preacher, and it's the same with Chad Beach, the pastor at Zoe, and they're they're very close friends. Um, and so Justin Bieber has been seen around town with Carl Lentz. Um, he's been interviewed. There was a a video they were doing at one of their conferences where they were talking about God and stuff. And Justin Bieber was with all the pastors, and he was just being annoying as fuck. 
and you could tell the oh, pastors geez. were just so annoyed with him. With the Biebs. Yeah. Other celebrities that go to these churches are the Kardashians, uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, there's an Instagram with her in the backseat of Carl Lentz's car with him yeah. and his wife and his, her her partner. Nick Jonas goes there. Haley Steinfeld has been known to go there. A lot of um, sport, sport-em-up players go there. I, f- I find it funny. Like I don't. I guess it's something I don't usually think about is uh, the religious beliefs of most celebrities. But yeah. it, it's funny how so many of them are drawn to these kind of almost cult-like yeah, churches the, yeah. like this. It's it's very strange. There's a lot of cult-like. They've been called out a lot for being cult-like in, in yeah. a lot of the ways they do. There's a really good article somebody wrote about his year or so with Hillsong mm-hmm. when he was he was kind of on his way out of religion and his friend convinced him to go to Hillsong with him. And um, just in the small groups and stuff like that, how how much pressure there was to be involved in like these these groups and yeah. like how nobody was really like it was just kind of like their rules. Like he was saying that he's you know sexually active with his partner or whatever, and they were like very like, he's against like, that. They're very against that, and everybody was kind of getting married young and stuff like that. I, I guess it's unfair of me to say cult like I, I don't know enough about it to really say that for sure but yeah but, but yeah, yeah it's it's had that it accusation has that, thrown it has at that it a kind lot. of yeah per, uh perception of yeah of what it is yeah and i think like one of the reasons i really like that alan page called him out for it mm-hmm. and i don't think like i think it's very right that she did that even though i don't think chris pratt is necessarily a bad person or anything like that no but i think this church has been using celebrities being shown like the pastors are being photographed going around town with them there's a picture of justin bieber and carl lentz doing shots at a bar um things like that there's it's like very cool and like the pr that they get from for their church and like the way they attract young people to their church using celebrities Mm -hmm. is is very um like they make a lot of money as a church by doing that. I think uh, her her like kind of response tweet, I think, kind of encapsulates yeah. what you were saying, where she's saying, uh, uh, if you are a famous actor and you belong to an organization that hates a certain group of people, don't be surprised if someone simply wonders why it's not addressed. Yeah, exactly. Being anti-LGBTQ is wrong. There aren't two sides. The damage it causes is severe. Full stop. Sending yeah. love to all. So yeah. I guess her point is it's not necessarily saying that Chris Pratt is necessarily a bad guy or not. Yeah. And whether he is or not, that's yeah. whatever. That's, that's a, a totally story. different yeah. story. We're not talking about that, but yeah. the fact that he is going, he goes to a church yeah. known for this kind of behavior and these kind of views. I yeah. mean, especially when you're someone who's in such a public light and such yeah. a well-known figure, you kind of have to, uh, you would hope, that you can be transparent enough to yeah. address it, or yeah. at least if you are called on it, say something other than just, yeah, no, I, I don't believe that. Yeah. No, they're not exactly. Yeah, so let's let's hop into some history here. Um, church started in 1983 by a guy named Brian Houston, who's still the head pastor at um, the Australian Sydney one. Okay, um, it started in a small school. It was originally called Hills, um, and it wasn't until it joined in. Uh, the late eight, uh, 90s with another church, his father's church, that they changed the name to Hillsong. But um, so, yeah, in the first service had 45 people, but by the mid-90s, they grew to 20,000. They eventually moved to, like, a community center and eventually moved to, like, their own building. Mm-hmm. And now, like, now if you see their building, it's like it's like looking at a picture of the Sky Dome. Like, it's oh, huge. Yeah, 
Yeah. You just open up their site and it opens with like concert picks basically. Yeah. Their music is like like we talked about in the Jesus movement one how like they were focused on music. That really inspired Brian Houston and that really made made it for him that music was like the number one priority for getting people to come into the church. So they've like spared no expense with music and they've um they're really big on getting like the best of the best and and having like they have their own in-house like songwriting teams and like really really yeah. push music and they have a bunch of different musical groups. Well, they're going on tour this year. Yeah, they have Hillsong as the main band and they also have Hillsong United which I think actually makes more money. Um Hillsong United is it started as the youth group band, like the band for the youth services. Um and they're like they're friggin' huge too. They've had a uh, number one hit in Australia and they've had they've been at one point they were number one on Christian charts for an entire oh, wow. year. Yeah. Yeah, so Hillsong United, they're going on tour. They'll be in uh it just says Ontario, Canada. It doesn't <laughs> say or oh wait, that might be Ontario, California. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. sorry, that's what that is. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Scratch that. Uh, but yeah. Which is interesting, the lead singer of that one is Joel Houston, his son. Toronto, Ontario, uh, there we go. Um, in 99, so... June 27th, Frank, oh, sorry. Scotiabank. Oh, let's go. They'll be at Scotiabank. Should we uh, Should we go out and hand out <laughs> copies of this episode? We could on uh, little USB drives. Yeah. <laughs> we could do that. Um, yeah, so on May 10th, 1999, Frank Houston, who is Brian Houston's dad... He handed his church over to him. It was a Christian Life Center. He handed it over to Brian and said, it's yours now. Mm-hmm. Very rushed, very like sudden, Everybody they announced. And then it turns out that his dad, Frank, was a pedophile. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> that's always nice. Yeah. He had been, in the 70s, he was um, consistently molesting a seven-year-old boy for uh, a, a long period of time. I don't know oh, how long shit. it was. Um, he came, like he ad- admitted to his son after kind of handing everything over. Um, Brian oh. was brought in for an investigation of cover of cover up. Like apparently there was years of cover up of this where um and he still denies that he ever covered it up. But when he paid the guy who was molested as a kid, I think he was six thousand or something stupidly low like that, he just tried to pay him off. Wow. Um he told he according to this man, um, told him that it was his fault too because he was seducing him. A seven-year-old boy. A would... seven-year-old boy was seducing a grown man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that's uh, what a what a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Piece of shit. Was yeah. it? Was he ever convicted on anything? Be based on these? Uh, these no, he died of a stroke a few years later. Okay. Um, statute of limitations already gone on that that's one. True. That's after yeah. he died. There was some allegations that it probably wasn't the only one, and there was. Probably, oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah, it never is, especially yeah. someone in a position of power like that exactly. who's doing that kind of stuff yeah exactly yeah so they grew from 45 people originally to thirty-five thousand people in the early 2000s and now they have like hundreds of thousands worldwide yeah. so it's a huge um thing they were part of a de- denomination they think they were um yeah they were australian christian churches um basically it's pentecostal like the you know the basic um, speaking in tongues, healing, all that stuff. But mega churches don't usually do all the, all the falling down and the miracles as much as like the smaller yeah. ones. But they still believe it, and they still have it kind of in their, in their theology. I guess you'd say very high focus on money. 
getting yeah. people to pay well, them. Well, oh, you can see it. Like, when you have, like, stadium tours. Yeah. Like, the the cheapest tickets for the Hillsong United um, at Scotiabank are forty five seventy five each. Yeah. So, that's the cheapest. That's yeah. Section 322 Rolla. Now, any no. money that they bring in from any of their tours is counted as um, church donations. Donations. So tax, tax, tax free. free. Yeah. 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 Tax the churches, people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and tax those the churches. churches. Yeah. Yeah. Their music, like I said, is very, very big. Well, it seems they have multiple bands. So it looks like there's, uh, is it worship or is that their worship music? Because then there's United. Yeah. And then Young and Free and then Hillsong Kids. Yeah. Uh yeah, those are all like kind of the different sections of of their bands and stuff like that. Yeah. And then each like the Hillsong New York has its own band and they do their own thing and Hill, yeah. the Zoe Church is going to have their own band and they do their own like dealio. So, yeah. Jeez. Oh, Let's get into a little bit about the uh, the LGBTQ stances. In 2011 is when they officially stopped uh, referring people who came out to gay conversion therapy. Oh. Seven or eight years ago is okay. when they said, no, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But they did. They did. For a long time. For a very long time. Yeah. Um, they fired a couple people in 2015, I think it was, um, a couple of people on the main staff in Sydney uh, for coming out as gay. They were immediately fired. Um, yeah, there was controversy because people found out that two members of the choir were gay. So he made a statement that, no, don't worry. I, uh, you know, you're welcome to come to this church no matter who you are, but we, we do think that... Um, what you're doing is wrong. What you're doing is wrong. Oh yeah. God. That's that's such a it's one of those like non answers where you say like I'm sorry you felt this way but yeah that's all that is like oh you can come and we won't judge you but you're we're yeah, judging you you're you're sitting yeah, yeah. and it's, they've uh, yeah they've been yeah vocal against because um, it was it recently that they had the gay marriage vote in Australia because they I, were I think so yeah, yeah they were against that. <laughs> So yeah, he's part of an anti-LGBTQ. It's sad that this is this is something that is still such a big issue. Yeah, yeah. And it, I watched one interview. Is that this Australian show called The Feed? And they were interviewing people um, who attend the church. And one kid, he like they asked him that question, like, where where do you stand on homosexuality? And he's just immediately like, I don't want to, I don't want to answer that question. And then another one of the other young people that were attending like tried to make it sound like you know we're very welcoming of everybody and we love so everybody. He, he'd already drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah, we love everybody, but you know it's um, we don't we don't think that all lifestyles are are the best for you and the healthiest for you. And so okay, why do they care so much? Why should they care so much? The Bible says it. No, the Bible. Yeah, but I mean, you're not doing it. Yeah. Exactly. So what the fuck? Yeah. Why why yeah. do you care if someone else is doing it? Yeah. It's it's such an intrusive and uh just self-aggrandizing bullshit. Yeah. You're just like oh, my beliefs are the right ones and important and I need yeah. to make other people's enforce them in their own lives yeah. too. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, if you want to believe this shit, believe it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Just don't make people feel bad for being who they are. Yeah, exactly. Another uh, big... Uh, Big controversy, I guess you could say, is uh, they rigged uh, Australian Idol. They rigged it. Yeah, for one of their members was in it. So they they basically like pressured everybody in the church to go out and vote for... Uh, so I don't know if that's rigged, but there's yeah. definite controversy around yeah, whether that person should have won. That's a little iffy. That's kind of yeah. like doing a battle of the bands and just having all your friends uh, show. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't necessarily yeah. know if that's cheating. But. Yeah, I don't know either. That's how those places sell tickets it's like a bringer show for comedy where it's yeah. like yeah or yeah <laughs> i remember it's unrelated but uh i was doing an open mic and the host was saying that uh she um she helped judge a uh a stand-up thing the night before but it was like a contest and it was pretty much like votes by the audience so all it was was whoever brought the most friends oh, won so it was this guy's first night doing comedy and he won because he happened to bring the most friends oh, and um and then she goes, "Hey, uh, we're doing we do open mics every Monday." And he goes, "Well, I'm a I'm a winner of a comedy competition, so I don't think I'm going to be doing open mics." <laughs> Wait, what? get fucked! <laughs> yeah. What an asshole! Yeah. Going back a little bit to the Chris Pratt thing, uh, I shared a post on the Belief It or Not Facebook page. If anybody's not subscribed to that, you know, get on there. I share things once in a while, or I mean. Me and Damon will both share things on there. Yeah, we'll uh, put stuff up. Yeah, sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're just interesting articles. I think more often than not, I just send stuff to you and then you post it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I shared um, this woman's post. Her name's Charlotte Clymer. I didn't get permission to post it because I wasn't sure how to message her because it was like... But a lot of people had shared this, so I figured it was okay to share and to talk about here. But she wrote about her experience as a trans woman in the church. Yeah. And uh, in comparison to what Chris Pratt um, experienced and stuff like that as like a white, cis, um, popular man. Yep. And uh, it's a really good read. It's very long, so I won't read it here, but I really recommend you read it from her perspective. She's still a Christian. She still goes to church, but it's, um, yeah, it's just a very interesting perspective and you should check it out. Okay, worth Um, worth looking into then. Yeah, see if there's any quotes I should pull here for a second oh yeah th- this actually this one is really great imagine that all the bad shit in christianity remains but now it's dressed up in really soft warm sermons and concert-like worship services with stage lights and fashionable preachers and heavy emphasis on a pop music and youth-centered messaging hateful with an instagram charm that's what it feels like it yeah. definitely feels like it's uh it's like a smoke screen to detract from yeah. Like all these views. It was like, well, look how look how progressive they are. Look how yeah. engaging they are with the youth. And look, yeah. look, they're doing this, like making great music. Yeah. It's just like, no, it's just another, it's another way to distract from people really looking at what they're saying. And yeah. Like, that's not, that's not right. Yeah. And it's funny because even when I was a youth pastor, I was always frustrated with, because uh, we'd meet up sometimes for coffee with other youth pastors in the area or we'd like go to conferences and stuff. I mean, I just met a lot of other youth pastors. Yeah. And I always find there was this thing where everybody was trying to be the coolest guy in the room. And I yeah. always felt like that was their way to try to reach the kids was to be a cool dude. So what you're doing is you're looking at whatever the fashion trends are and you're looking at and it's just like so methodical and so very deceptive, like, very deceptive. And it just didn't feel natural. And my thing was always, what about 
the nerdy kid who was bullied by those cool kids. Yeah. How did they come to you? Like it's yeah. like just it was be less yourself. About being accessible to people. Yeah. Yeah. It was and more about keeping them on the right side. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it always just felt fake wrong. Yeah. And yeah, uh, just uh, ill, ill thought out, I guess. I can yeah. really see you in the early 2000s dressing like all the cool kids <laughs> with your hip talk. Oh, man. The closest I ever got was like, and it was just <laughs> genuinely me. I just, I used to dye my hair black and like push it over to the side because yeah. I was just, I was an actual emo kid. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So maybe that's what people thought I was doing too, was just trying to be yeah. cool. It's like, oh, he's just trying to be the cool pastor. Yeah. Or it's a emo pastor. I but I definitely did not uh, accomplish that. No, uh, it didn't work? No. You weren't popular? No. Oh, the kids hated you? <laughs> no, I was popular with the kids. I oh. Was, I wasn't like, the cool kid, you know, like oh, the okay. other youth pastors. I wasn't hanging out at the cool table there. Were they hanging out with the kids all the time? Because that's weird, too. Yeah, that's weird, too. No, I didn't do that. Okay, yeah, good. Just at youth group. At youth group. Yeah, yeah at youth group's yeah, fine. Yeah. And then if you, like, encounter them in real life, sure. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. But yeah. we're not like, hey, you guys want to come to my house tomorrow? We'll, like, watch movies or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? what? No. No. <laughs> um... I also loved too at the time, and I'm, I don't know if this is still a thing, but all youth pastors had faux hawks. Did they? It was yeah. just like the youth pastor requirement was to have a faux hawk. That's fair. Did yeah. you ever have one? I never did. No. Yeah, I guess you I wasn't get one a true. Now. Yeah, well, might as well. Now you're no longer youth pastor, yeah. so you may as well faux hawk it up. Yeah, exactly. Bring right. it back. That's true. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Carl Lentz, uh, go back to him for a minute. He went to school in Australia at the Hillsong College. And befriended Joel Houston, who's Brian's son. And then he met his wife, uh, who's an Australian there as well. So that's kind of how we got his in with uh, with the Hillsong Church. Um, their church is very big in New York. Um, and that's the one that all the all the hip celebrities go to in, yeah. in uh, New York City. Oh, yeah, sorry. Weird story I read about. It was the night that Carl Lentz and uh, Justin Bieber were doing shots at that bar. Um, they also, Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. They yeah. took a rickshaw ride yeah. and went down the street yell, singing, move, bitch, get out the way really loudly. Really? Yeah. See, okay. I'm not, I'm really not surprised by that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I also feel like that's just another way for them to be like, look, we're cool. Yeah. Too. We're, yeah. So let's sing a, a 20 year old song. Yeah. That's, you know, really offensive. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So there's this guy named Mike Guglamucci. 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 Um, he's a songwriter in Australia, and he recorded a song with Hill Hillsong United, and he also had it on his own album with his church. It's a worship song called Healer, um, and it's about his when he was diagnosed with cancer, and he's trusting God to, to heal him. Okay. But it turns out he faked having cancer. Faked having cancer. Yeah. So he got in a minor accident, went to the hospital, and then he told people that while they were in there, they found out he had cancer. But he didn't. But he cancer. didn't. Um, he says he he apologized and said that he was um, covering up for a porn addiction he had, and he wanted Ooh. to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Christians always say they have a porn addiction if they enjoy watching porn. So they like porn, so therefore they have a porn addiction. Yeah. 
I think what's more ridiculous is that you fake cancer to yeah, hide, to hide your you like porn. porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I like it pornography. What do I do? Oh, I know. I'll fake cancer real quick. How would that, that how will that help? I don't know. How will that It definitely helped and sell it? records though. I mean, you can still have cancer and watch porn. Yeah. One does not well, yeah, the they're other. not mutually exclusive. No, not at all. <laughs> but now um he didn't face charges, but now he has to give any money he makes on the song to charity. Good. Yeah. Good. And so Hillsong does too. Like if you buy the, an album with that song on it, Hillsong has to give money to That's fair. to a charity. Um, which, if, I mean. If he gets cancer later, does he get the money? Oh, that's a good question. I yeah. Wonder. And I wonder too, because um, they've also been criticized for not giving much money to, to charity. Oh, really? Out of all the money. They, they have their own charities. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. That's like paying yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like All the money I make goes to a charity. It goes to the charity of me. Yeah. <laughs> and they're also very sneaky with like how, um, like how Brian Houston makes money and like how he, he filters it kind of through these charities and stuff like yeah. that. So he never has to pay taxes. Like he barely pays any taxes himself, even though he's living like a lavish lifestyle. Which is insane. I, mm-hmm. I still don't get why we don't tax. Yeah. Churches. Uh, tax the churches. Um, it's a lot of money you can make from these uh, mm -hmm. some of the multi-billion dollar corporations Mm -hmm. yeah so I think yeah I think we just call out um, we keep calling out these celebrities so that they'll suck and uh, give uh, a second thought about promoting something that that well yeah I think even just not even just that I think there needs to be a little bit more of an awareness of like you're you're a very well-known figure yeah and even you saying something that you think that is very inconsequential or offhanded can still be interpreted by millions of people yeah. much differently than you intended it to. Yeah, exactly. And even just like kind of promoting something that is affiliated with something hateful, it, just because you don't necessarily believe that doesn't mean it's not an issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I remember once I was in church and uh, somebody asked um, about uh, a, f- a friend of... I don't know how to say it without saying specifically who it is, but somebody I knew who's gay asked why yep. they weren't um, going to youth group anymore. And someone was like, well, I don't think he feels comfortable. Um, and they're like, why? And they're like, well, because he's gay. And they're like, yeah, it shouldn't stop him from wanting to come and hang out. And it's, yeah. And I remember at the time thinking, of course it'll stop him. Like, why would he feel comfortable there? And yeah. then later thinking, why didn't that make me stop going there? <laughs> like if I That's know fair. that somebody else is uncomfortable, uh, because of who they are, why was I okay with going there? That's such a such a lack of awareness for just anybody to yeah. think like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna hate gay people. It's like he's gay. It's like, oh, it shouldn't affect him from wanting to come hang out. Like, yeah. Why? Well, why wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's like if you're in like a a baby killing club, the babies yeah. aren't gonna want to come over because yeah. you're killing babies. All no, the time. they don't want to come over. They're stupid. Yeah, stupid babies. Shining light. Just yeah, see, we see won't kill you. Things. Yeah, exactly. You're one of the cool babies yeah. that we don't want to kill. <laughs> yeah, Much. exactly. Much. We got other babies to kill before you. <laughs> I guess that's also you know what they feel about abortion. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well. I guess that's all I have about Hillsong and Chris Pratt. And Chris. And Justin Bieber. Chris, you let me down. You let me down, Chris. I mean, sure, have your stuff. Believe what you want to believe, but come on, dude. Yeah. I'd also like to point point out that uh, this episode is brought to you by The Lego Movie 2. Oh. <laughs> uh, go see The Lego Movie 2 in theaters everywhere. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. It's going to be good. Um, everything is awesome. I still haven't seen uh, Lego Batman or Ninjago. Oh, me neither. Um 
but I did play a Lego video game once. Oh yeah, which one? Um, it's called Lego Island. It's like an old PC game. Okay, I used yeah, to play yeah, it all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, let's do a rock lyric of the Christian rock lyric of the week. Christian rock lyric of the week. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. I figured I would just do uh, the song, Mike Google Mongo. Googly, Googly, Googly. Googly eyes did. Um, because why not, right? Well, we may as well. We're talking about a very musically oriented group, so why not? Mm-hmm. Why not use one of their songs? All right, what's this song called? It's called Healer. Healer. Let's see. Let's get. Oh, I need a healer. Uh, and I believe you're my portion. My, I believe you're more than enough for me. Jesus, you're all I need. I just love that line. I believe you're my portion. <laughs> it's such a sad way. I believe you're my portion. <laughs> Excuse me? What's that? Can you imagine saying that to like <laughs> someone you uh, like care about or love? It's like, you know what? You're my portion, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another Excuse thing about me? worship music, especially with new music, uh, like worship music. It's a lot of people call it the Jesus girlfriend or the Jesus oh, boyfriend, yeah, yeah. where it's like you could take any of these li- lyrics, and if you replace God or Lord with baby, it's just a love song. It's like, creepy. It's just yeah. It's, it's really and creepy. it's also creepy as hell. Um, yeah, it's like something the police would sing. So all this was is Jesus is his portion. Yeah. Uh, so like you're in the slop line, <laughs> and you get your sc- scoop of baked beans. That's yeah. Jesus. I mean, yeah, there's there's like you you hold my my every moment, you call my raging seas, you walk with me through fire, heal all of my disease. Uh, I trust in you, Lord. Lord, I trust in you. He I mean, technically, he is cancer free now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the thing about this too is which I seem to which seems to be a very common theme in a lot of this Christian music. It is so generic and so vague. Yeah. And it all seems to be say, do, saying the exact same thing. Yeah. There's no real variation in it. It's all you're yeah. this, you're this, yeah. you do this. And it's like have a little Yeah. Like, it was like that flight of the Concords when he's like writing the song for his girlfriend and it's like uh, uh, it's not. I mean, I wouldn't actually do that. It's just like a metaphor. Well, like, what about this one? It, uh, uh, you'll climb every mountain. Yeah. Would you do that? No. So don't. So it's not really. Doesn't really work. So what would you do? I don't know. I'd hang out. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good one. I'd, yeah. hang, I'd hang out with Jesus. Yeah. I. Yeah. If he showed up today, I'd say, Yeah, let's chill, man. Let's chill. Yeah. Um, I guess that's it for us. Get some Mountain Dew. Get some Mountain Dew with Jesus. Hang out. Um. Uh, play some Christian rock music and uh, rate us five stars on iTunes. Yeah, and if you have any uh, questions or comments, feel free to message us. Yeah, complain or agree with whatever we say. Again, we don't necessarily know what we're talking about. Yeah, these are just our our opinions. These and our are thoughts. Just, uh, stupid little thoughts. Yeah, we're not experts. Yeah, we don't pretend to be. Yeah, we're just a couple angry white dudes. Some couple <laughs> angry white dudes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> <laughs>